I, yeah. I, I, I was filled with like a revenge yeah. feeling. I was just like, look, look at this berry and dead. So how, how many do you think you could do? What's at least 30. Well, what do you want from me? Die. Nice. Nice car. Devote my energy into his stand-up. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready to go? All right, uh, let's, let's come in. Yep. Welcome. Welcome back to the Picky Boys Podcast. Picky Boys Podcast. We got a new face today, but first, let's let's go around. I'm Danny. Yeah, that's all he has. That's all he has. You can tell people who you are. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, my name is Lucas. Uh, should I say anything else? I feel like that was, yeah, you, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you get no other details. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yet. Uh, I'm Chaz, a.k.a. the Borax Kid. This changes I'm sorry, time. what? Same. <laughs> Did you say Borax? Isn't Borax, the Borax like, kid, yeah. Isn't Borax like a cleaning? Yeah. You guys are thinking like too much about it. I'm anyway. Ant- I'm Antonio. Let's <laughs> let's start this pick. Let's first. start it up. So, um, a comedian, right? Yes. Right. And uh over seven hundred thousand followers on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. You are the you are the John Mullaney of TikTok. You are. Yeah. You, a little bit. Do you do you resent that? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I invite it. I mean, like I've done like <laughs> that impression a lot. So it's like I mean, I, I'm kind of asking for it. So a little bit. That's true. Him yeah. him singing WAP is truly the greatest one of the greatest TikToks ever. It's oh, so I'm good. glad you like. Well, that, that actually got taken down. Oh, really? Yeah. The sound. The initial time I posted it on TikTok, the sound was taken down. And then, like, a lot of people were, like, duetting it and using the audio and stuff, and then the audio was taken down. And then, so I put up the full version on YouTube, and that did pretty well. But then someone else took the audio from a bit of the YouTube version and used it as their own audio. And then that, like, really blew up on TikTok. But then that audio was taken down. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I was, I, I was, like, I got, I was like, yeah, yeah, you. I, yeah. I, 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 I was filled with, like, a revenge yeah. feeling. I was just like, how dare you not tag me? Yeah, and then it was taken down. He's like, you deserve this. A little bit. What, what, what is it just taken down because of the vulgar it's nature? Of the I song. guess the, the, the puss p word. I think I, I'm. I wasn't sure. I was wondering if I was like because I did say you know like you know it's bought by uh, Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and so I was thought, oh, I'm giving credit where it's due, right. I, and I was wondering if maybe the like the TikTok gods were. Or like, oh, this is like stolen material somehow from like using the beat from the song oh. from like the producers. And that I respect. If right. that's the reason, I respect it. I don't want to steal anything. But if it was something else, you don't respect it too much. No. <laughs> well, because the thing is you can use just the audio right. with the act with them actually rapping the lyrics, you know, I don't want to spit. I want to go, like yeah. touch that dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. Ah, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. like they like they just do that, and you can use that audio on TikTok. But when I do it, I was like, oh, what's wrong, guys? Yeah, right. You know, and, and there's a lo- there's things much worse going on on TikTok than just like verbiage. You know, yeah. So yeah, it's a little it's a little TikTok messed up. It's very strange with what they take down in their community guidelines. It's, it's kind of a, like I'm a also not that vulgar, not really. Like I, I do yeah. like get into like some talking about like some grosser topics and stuff, but. Or like sexuals, but I really don't do that much like vulgar stuff. Or there are people that do a lot of sexual like vulgar stuff, which I love. It's it's fun to watch, but that's just not what I do. I'm like, really? Am I the am I the guy? Am I the guy who needs to be watched? <laughs> am I the one that's, that's being targeted right now? Yeah. Yeah. Now people, man, it's every time we uh we get into this TikTok rant, it's always there's there's so many different sides of TikTok, but I think like I've been just overwhelmed with sexual content now. <laughs> it's like there's no there's no chance. Like I'll give it a ratio like three to one. Every three scrolls, there's 
there's there's some there's something. Some, I think that says something about you. Yeah, me. Yeah. No, seriously, like the so? algorithm. Well, the thing about the TikTok algorithm is that it picks up the sort of stuff that you pay attention to and the stuff that you like and stuff that you linger on watching. Right. So that's the algorithm going. Hey, we know what you. So like. I'm, I'm looking at too many. Uh, it's called the for many. you page. Right. Yeah. For you. But I'm notor- I'm a notorious non-liker though. I don't like things. Like like actually I like things. I'm saying click click the like button. <laughs> you know. It doesn't matter. I don't think. Doesn't I think matter. It's all about like. So how if long I, you stay or if I'm, watch it. If I'm scrolling through TikTok and I have to go to the bathroom and I just throw it on the bed and it's I just happened to get stuck on some girl's shaking her head, it, right. it's, it, it's over. Yeah. It's yeah. over for me. There's no going back. Okay, now that's actually kind of understandable. <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking, all right, I could see myself doing that and warping my algorithm. Yeah. I could totally, yeah. Or sometimes, like, I'm, I'll am be so appalled by something that I'll watch it again to see if it's if it was even real. That's like, are my eyes deceiving it's me? It's reverse psychology. It's like, it's like the same thing as, like, uh, Putting your finger in something smelling, go. Oh Jesus! I need to smell it again. Yeah, oh, no. it's still bad. Yeah, and then you, yeah. Then you taste it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Wait, what? Oh, I just said yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> further Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of poop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so was Danny. I think. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, and you just started a podcast, right? Or- I did. Yeah, yeah. I um. Yeah, my co-host and I, we just uh, shot and recorded our first episode yesterday, and it's going to come out next week. It's called Two Nosy Meerkats. Two Nosy Meerkats. Yeah. What, 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 what was the inspiration that, yeah. behind that? The inspiration, well, basically, we just wanted to, um, uh, something that we do is we're going to have like listeners and fans of the podcast um, uh, email in with um, stories, neuroses, fears, interests, sexual awakenings, you know, like just <laughs> stuff from like their childhood or quirks and stuff, just learning about them and getting sort of in-depth and sort of the deeper recesses of their minds. And we do that as well with us and with potential guests that we're going to have on soon. And uh, yeah, and so we just thought, because she, I remember when we first started talking about the podcast, I was telling her about this show called Tiny Creatures on Netflix, which is an amazing show. Oh, I've seen seen a couple episodes. It's terrible, but it's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally, when you first start watching it, you think, oh, this is a nature documentary, you know, like David Attenborough or something. And then you realize, oh, this is totally staged. (laughs) Every single thing is staged. It's like one dude in a shed in the UK using a shit ton of green screen. And then he creates these huge elaborate like melodramatic stories of like animals being pushed out of their home and going on a long journey in the wild. And then they have to reclaim their home and or they... It's it's so weird. Well, maybe and I it's all staged. Yeah, it's all staged. And it, I guess it's no. Seriously, here's the here's the thing. Humans get involved. That's the thing. Like you see, like in the very first. All right, I'm gonna spoil like the first episode. You see, like a kangaroo mouse in like the American West, and you see it like running around, and then you see like a dust storm, a dust storm kick up, and you're like, what's going on? And it's a dirt biker just doing circles, in the, and and you oh. go in like slow mo onto the dirt biker. I'm like. This guy didn't just appear. <laughs> He's way too well lit. Like, oh, right, right. And so, and then she started, and then so, and then my co-host Gabby started talking about uh, Meerkat Manor. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. That show was so good. I've never every seen day, it, so she was telling me about home, it. Every day I come home, turn on Discovery Kids, Meerkat Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, and so when she started, I just immediately thought, oh, we're just like two nosy little meerkats. You know, we just want to get, and we just want to know all about your business. And basically with, with like guests and audience and stuff. And so the, the name was very organic. Sometimes I think when like when I'm, when I'm watching like a regular documentary like Planet Earth, like I think, how is this real? Like, and if it is real, how I do love they those capture shows. it? Yeah. Oh my God. Those are extraordinary. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like so like, good. Planet Earth, like the, like also, what is it on Netflix too? Like Deep Blue or something? Blue, like, Planet. So Blue, Blue Planet. Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, how did we discover like 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 i i believe it happens but how are we there to catch it 
Right. I, have you seen like those those really cool submarines where there's like a thick sort of glass ball that you exist inside yeah. because of the intense pressure of the water? Yeah. yeah. That it has to be like really really thick, and you see these. I think it's like what James Cameron did when he was like researching for the Titanic, and uh, yeah, these super cool submarines, and you can see like behind the scenes and learn about like how they how they made it. I love behind the scenes stuff. Any any kind of that. Have we reached the deepest part of the ocean yet? Like, is that still a thing we can't do? Well, I don't know about. I don't. I think there might have been like cameras and like robots sent down, but I'm not sure if humans. I think that like the, no one's touched. Actually, them. I believe, and correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but I think James Cameron is the person who has gone the deepest, like ever. Yeah, is that actually him? I think. I think. It's it, very I think possible. it was. And it's also definitely like if he went one more centimeter I down, the bolts would have mm-hmm. just started like. Poof, poof, Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. It just like crumples like an aluminum can. Yeah, dude, that's so the, the pressure. I don't even understand really the physics of just pressure underwater and getting crushed, but it's terrifying. I think it's pretty. The way I think of it is literally just think of it as wa- miles of water on top of you, just pushing you down. Literally, just gravity. Yeah, I, I get it, but it's like it's like the water. You usually see it so dispersed, you know. I know, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you realize like the ocean is heavy. It's yeah. It's, yeah, it's heavy, and it's weird to like. It's not the same as like a sandbag on you. It's just water, and usually yeah. the water just goes you know right off you. And also, just like the the fear of running into a creature that no one's ever seen before. Oh, mm. yeah. Just you don't know what it does if it's a predator. We can't. We could barely make machines to get down there, and they're just creatures scurrying around. It's like glowing in the dark. Yeah, it's like, oh. Imagine the first people to eat the certain foods we have. Someone had oh, to yeah. eat eaten everything. The first guy to eat an egg? That's a brave man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, d- d- during this, uh, this period of, you know, food exploration, tons of people just die. They're like, oh, that's oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. Look, look at this berry. And dead. And I think about that with, like, edible mushrooms because so many mushrooms are poisonous. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, how many people are like, all right, let's try this one. Oh, you're dead. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if it was, like, a rotation, like, oh, it's your turn. No, there's, there's no way it was a lottery. They definitely sent, like, the, the weaker people, like, just eat this. Well, actually, I heard something. I think it's meerkats. That I, I remember this as like a fun fact is that like when they're when a pack of meerkats are encountering a road, a man-made road, they will send off one of their youngest children to test crossing the road to see if it's safe. Right. Like they're low-key ruthless. Right. I don't remember that episode of Meerkats. <laughs> yeah. What what if that one kid makes scurries across and everyone's like, all right, we're good, and then everyone else dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't know. Could happen. They, they don't know how cars work. Or they Yeah, do. they're not smart. <laughs> or they do. Got them. I'm not sure. Yeah, I Jeez, that's that is ruthless. Just sending off your youngest. Imagine sending your youngest child like out to go do something very dangerous. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. You know, you don't. I'm not going to send the strongest. We got to fix the TV antenna on the yeah. roof. Uh, little Timmy, go up. It's like, uh, whoa, 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 we got important <laughs> members of the group. Like, yeah. we need, you know, the 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 pond. That's what I was thinking of. The pond in like Chester. Right, right, right. Because we're just feeding this thing. It's not feeding us. Yeah, exactly. That's it's not true. contributing. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. It's a homeless a person room. with a home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually I found out recently that um, when penguins swim, they're using exactly all of the same muscles as a bird does when they're flying in the sky. Hmm. And so a part of me wonders, do they know they're not flying? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like, has someone told them? Oh, that's you know, a, that's a good point, actually, because in their genes, you know, they're using all the muscles that they should be flying. Yeah, they don't know. They're, they're just like, ah, oh, I gotta hold my breath through this weird air. I guess you know. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy how life is. Good thing I'm still flighting. <laughs> Flying. Yeah, that is strange. I mean, it's always yeah. like, it's it's all like that thing, like, uh, do fish think 
that they're flying and like some fish that can only stay on the ground are 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 regular fish like the flying fish and are the ones that are that are only on the sand like mm. normal people like us you know what, what? i mean like fi- there there are some creatures that only live on the sea floor right and yeah. then there are fish that swim so like, are they yes. flying to them to uh, the people on the ground Who so knows? so these fish these fish on the ground are incapable of achieving this height yeah oh no mm. oh yeah they're flying they're sand Creatures. I wonder if fish like judge other fish. Like the one oh. on the ground is just like, huh, wasting so much energy. You are just like <laughs> yeah. up there, dude. Just get down. Yeah, dude, we're gonna wait for everything to fall down here. Yeah, this has been an incredibly animal centric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Hey, start. We, we dig these rabbit holes for ourselves. That is true. Animal joke. It's now yeah. the Animal Planet podcast. <laughs> so, so right. how did you like yeah, we'll get swing. started yeah. on TikTok? Uh, I got started on TikTok because I well I started stand up last year, and um, just basically stand up got shut down back in mm. March I think, mm-hmm. and I after like a few days I thought I want another creative outlet, and a friend of mine uh, who's also a comedian he was on TikTok and he suggested you know getting on and I thought oh maybe I could because uh, I don't do any impressions in my stand up or anywhere else really but I just thought oh I I can do some impressions you know maybe people would like that. And so, and that was basically it. I just, I just got on TikTok as a suggestion and as like another creative outlet when I couldn't do stand up. And then for your first impression, were you just like you heard someone's voice and then you made it, and one of your friends was like, "Hey, that was that was pretty good." I was always memorizing sounds I heard around me growing up. Always, like I grew up uh, in Brooklyn, and I actually memorized the sounds that trains made as they were coming into the station. Like I, like I went to elementary school. Um, and it was right by uh, the F and G train. Mm-hmm. And I realized over time, just waiting in the station, that the F train made different sounds like clacking on the tracks than the G train did. Like the F train made rhythms of three, the G train made rhythms of two. Like this is the F train coming to the station. You can't see it, so this is the F train. And then it would come in the station. Whereas the G train made rhythms of two, it would be And over time, I just learned that. And so if I was waiting to get on the F train instead of the G train, um, and I could tell it was a G train coming, and I would see my mom, like, get up, I would be like, no, 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 mom, it's only a G train, you know? Or or I could tell that it was <laughs> oh, a, wow. or I could tell that it was an F train coming from the sounds. I'd be like, what are you waiting for? Let's get up. It's a train, <laughs> you know? It's almost like, like seeing the future. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I was – and so yeah, – and then I was actually very recently, I – um. I was walking my girlfriend to the train station and I didn't sleep that well the night before. And so I wasn't, I feel like just generally I I need to focus a lot more on just focusing on listening to one thing because I generally just hear a lot. Mm -hmm. And when I, and because I didn't really sleep that much the night before, I, um, I I had sort of a heightened awareness of everything going on because I couldn't really focus and I could hear a phone ringing in an apartment building like uh, over a hundred feet away down the street. And I was like, can you hear that, babe? And she was like, no. And then we got right next to it. She was like, oh, I can hear it. And I was like, only now? And she, I was like, <laughs> I heard that way back, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was, so I've always had a pretty good sense of hearing and a good way of memorizing sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first impression I ever did, though, I was in high school. It was my uh, sophomore year English teacher. Uh, Mr. Morris. He was from Barbados. He was legally blind, and he called everyone, ma'am. 
<laughs> That's him, ma'am. You see, ma'am, what are you talking about? You look at the board, ma'am, you see what we were talking about? You see, you know? And my favorite thing is that um, I was sat next to my uh, friend Brian, and um, Brian was talking in class. And Mr. Morrissey was trying to get Brian's attention back, back into the lesson. And so he walked over to Brian, and he said, ma'am, when you are older and you have your own salon, and you will cut women's hair and shave their legs. <laughs> and then he just walked away. He just totally disoriented him. And he just made Brian go, what? <laughs> and he just totally destroyed Brian's train of thought, but kind of genius brought yeah. him back into the lesson. And so I did an impression of that, and like other students sort of got wind that I could do an impression of Mr. Morris. And then like Mr. Morris found out and asked me to do it in front of the class. And he was really, really sweet about it. He was like, you see, ma'am, to the class. You see, ma'am, I am multiplying. And he was talking about me. I was like, oh, that's really nice. Man. So he, he had a good sense of humor. He was right. nice. Yeah. So if, if you can study the sound long enough, can you almost recreate, this is going to sound ridiculous, like any sound? Or is that too, I'm going too far with that, right? I mean. Because like, there's only, there's only, there has to be a I mean, there somewhere. Are, I mean, there are definitely some sounds I just can't figure out how to recreate with my mouth, but I. I can, I'm very, I can imagine the sound in my mind almost perfectly. And a lot of the time I can reproduce it, but I very often I can't. There are definitely impressions that I can't do that maybe I'm trying to work on, but I, I just can't. I don't really have much of a process. I just, I listen to something over and over and over and over and over. And then I just sort of absorb it over time and then I can recreate it. Pretty much. And the things I see with a lot of people who can make uh, really good impressions is they could also, because they have such a good vocal range, like they can mm. sing very well. Can you sing well? I can sing okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll bit. take that. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. Because if you said I, I can't sing, I would have been confused a bit. I also <laughs> yeah. always notice, like, some people have, like, it's, it's you, a lot about the face, too, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, well, one of the best pieces of advice, there's a voice actor called Bob Bergen, who is the current voice of Porky Pig. And he said, uh, when he's teaching students, he said... It, maybe not doing an impression, but if maybe you have like an illustration of a character that you're trying to come up with a voice for to get cast in that cartoon. He said, um, if you make your body the shape of the character, the voice will follow. So nothing is disconnected. You're playing the role, essentially. You're not just doing the voice. You're becoming every single part of your body, and then the voice will follow. Your voice will fall in line. And that is a great piece of advice is like paying attention to like weird gestures or how they hold themselves or just the energy they give off, that all is going to be expressed in the voice as well. So anytime that I think of doing an impression, I imagine their face over mine like a mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's and it's so crazy. So the, the more impressions you add to like your repertoire, I guess, do you do you start to, in conversation, if you're using your normal voice, like, oh, I threw a little bit of, like, Christopher Walken in there, or I threw a little bit of this in there by accident? The thing is, like, because it's all just me doing my own voice, that's what other people tell me. They're like, oh, that was too millennial. I was like, shit. You know? <laughs> okay, I see, I see. Just, any, like, any time I get exasperated, I just, it, it just, it, it just a little bit of the flavor comes in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I can't help it, because that's just, that's just me expressing an emotion or just a tone, and that's kind of what I will focus on maybe for maybe a John Mulaney or something like that. And so anytime I do that, they're like, oh, you were doing Mulaney right there. I was like, no, I wasn't. I was just trying to, I was just trying to emote. Yeah, you know? like, that was me. Yeah, John Mulaney is such a like distinct and strange yeah. voice. It's so, it's so good for what he does. Well, the way I sort of started with that was that people just told me from my stand-up 
that my natural delivery and the sort of the way I constructed stuff was Mulaney-esque. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, maybe I could do an impression of him. Mm-hmm. That was how that started. I never tr- I never tried him before uh, I started stand-up. But then do you just like sit at home and be like, oh, maybe I could do this guy, and you try, and maybe I could do this guy, and I try. A, l- a little bit. Sometimes it's not even trying because like – I do a Nick Offerman impression as well. And that started just because he came to my college to do his one-man show. And he told the story because he knew my acting teacher from back in the day when they were younger actors. And so I did him doing the story. And people were like, that was pretty good. And I was like, really? I, w- I was just very surprised. I wasn't even like thinking about the impression. I was just trying to recreate what my experience was. you know. So sometimes it's huh. just totally like involuntary like that. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So how how many do you think you could do? What's at least thirty? You could do thirty. At least thirty. So if if I if I named off some, can you can you show us? Yeah. All right. Well, it's a good thing I have a list right here. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> this guy! What a setup. Yeah. I nailed it, oh I? my god. Because <laughs> I'm just. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we'll start off with a. Uh, so I'll just whatever sentence. Should we give him one sentence that he could say in all of them, or just let him flow? I'd say yeah. Let's just flow. All right, let's just flow. So first, let's give the people. You know, I guess we'll give the people what they want, just in case. Let's let's start with John Mulaney. Just one sentence. Well, what do you want from me? Is there anything you want? Is there anything you want me to say? Am I just your little monkey? (laughs) Just your little chattering, symbol bashing monkey for you? Is that what you want, motherfucker? (laughs) This is uh, King Julian. Okay. So like I'm looking at your cards, I can tell that they are like dis- discarded pieces of paper. <laughs> are you too poor for index cards? <laughs> I knew I'd get big fun of Shameful. Shameful more. Uh Kronk. Oh wow. Oh, I like the zoom recorder that you got. A very high tech. I can tell you got a cloud lifter. Little preamp right there. I can tell you care about your audio. <laughs> nice. Nice cock. <laughs> he, he's a TikToker, you yeah. know. Christopher Walken. Well, that one was actually the first one I ever did because when I auditioned for my high school, I was told by the teachers who I eventually had that I looked like a younger version of Christopher Walken. It was weird because I had really long, curly hair. I looked more like Alex the Lion. <laughs> more of a silhouette version. Oh my god! All right, let's try one more. A little harder. So I saw you do a Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He's a he's just a cute little jelly belly, isn't he? That's wow. crazy, dude. That's crazy. That's Impressions are so cool. They like. Dude, I wish I could do it. They, 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 I really can do. you do one? No, I can't. They're so like magical. Like they like you can close is, your eyes and just pretend yeah. somebody else is in the room with you. I can't there's it's no amazing. way I could be coached to do one either. I don't know if you're trying to Is there anyone you think you're in spitting like if there's someone who you think your nat your natural voice range is close to, is there anyone? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I never really tried. I think you sound do you know who Johnny Pemberton is? He's a comedian. I think your vocal range sounds very similar to his. Johnny Johnny Pemberton. Pemberton. So if you look him up and and like you guys, I want you guys to listen to Johnny Pemberton and be like, oh, you know, that sounds like you. Sounds like <laughs> me. So I guess that's that's kind of cheating, right? Like, oh, you you guys already sound so close. I cheat. <laughs> you just did like eight different voices. Yeah. What? I mean, well, yeah, people. Yeah, people told me sometimes that I had a natural voice range similar to that, and so I and then I like right? learned how to do so impressions similar. So to what's that. The, what's the deepest voice you could go? Wow. Well, uh, I was just um, I was trying to think um. Oh wait, maybe like Andre the Giant. I've never done that one, but um, 
Um, yeah, bros. Most sportsmen like, you know. That's I can't no. There's I no am way. waiting <laughs> for Vizini. There's no way. It's impressed. It's impressed. It was really impressive. I, w- I, w- I do wish I could do impressions because it's cool. It's cool. Like, not only did you turn it into a you you a uh, voice act for yeah yeah. I don't really right? do many impressions though for actual work though. It's just like the natural. Most n- of it nice is just my natural voice. range. Yeah, nice it's just my natural voice. voice yeah. yeah. Have you ever like created a voice for like a character or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm in a, a small a small children's cartoon, an independent cartoon called Saving Soup. And if anyone listening has like three to five year old kids, uh, you can look up Saving Soup on YouTube, and you will hear me. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, and I do two characters on that. I do the title character Soup, and then I do another character called Ooga Booga. And so, and Ooga Booga is is kind of taken from a character from Little Britain, which is a British sketch show. And there was this uh, character with a, a lisp, and he said, "I don't want to make any fuss. I don't want to don't want to cause a kerfuffle or anything like that." And so I um I sort of did an impression of him, just tweaked it a little bit, a little bit more mischievous, and that's Ooga Booga. And then <laughs> and so that was him. And then Soup is mostly nonverbal. He just talks in sort of grunts, like. It is just like a little sort of vocalizations kind of like that and so so yeah and but i will say there was um when i was in college my very last show when i was in college i was a theater major is that my last show it was passion play by sarah rule and it took place in elizabethan england nazi germany and reagan america and i played elizabeth the first hitler and ronald reagan and elizabeth and reagan were very easy but for hitler i actually had to invent a voice because i wasn't allowed to do a german accent because everyone else in that act was um, they were just talking in English in their own American accent, so it would have been weird if I was like, <laughs> like it just it would it would have been like really weird, and so I had to like come up with just something to like show his soul, and so I really had to think, all right, he's not okay. I'm not gonna do him as like the guy in his 40s and 50s, like as a dictator. I thought, what if I tried to do him more as like a failed art student yeah, like because I know student. he, and so I immediately thought of like Kylo Ren. And so I did sort of a version of Kylo Ren, but with sort of the staccato rhythm of Christoph Waltz. And so I, th- and so I started thinking, you think if Han Solo was your father, he would have disappointed you. And then I would, and then I would sort of add in sort of the rhythm of Christoph Waltz, you know, from Drang- Django Unchained and Inglorious Bastards, you know. And so I thought I would do an. Im- this is sort of my, my voice for Hitler as a young. Sort of like, I am a genius and nobody quite understands me. And I have plans and you will be afraid. And I, and I, was, like, and I, and I was able to like really scare the audience. Because it was just so different, different from anything they expected or associated with Hitler. And, was, and I just tried to make, and people were like, I shat my ass. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, it was he, so good. He says he a, says he cheats, and then he could combine love, he could combine stuff. I love yeah. the idea of somebody going up to and be like, "That was a great Hitler." Was, yeah, was a great Hitler. <laughs> well, what was funny is that my mom. There was the only show that my mom came to see, and and my mom she, my mom lives in the UK. Uh, she takes care of my grandmother. Um, so she came to Chicago just to come see me do that. She fell asleep in the audience because she was so jet lagged, and imagine. Okay, another. My mom is black. Imagine you are a black woman. You go 
see your son in sh- in Chicago in a play, you fall asleep, and then you wake up to see him in a Hitler costume. <laughs> oh. Just like, just think about like how I I put myself in her shoes. I'm like that. I would that I would not process that well. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, I'd be a little confused. Yeah. Well, did you set her up in the sense that you told her you were gonna? Oh yeah, she knew what to expect. Oh, okay, but okay. still, like. That's that's a sensory overload. Oh no, you know? you're, no, you're absolutely right. But it's just yeah. the, the comparative sensory overload to not even telling her that you were going to yeah. show up like that. That'd be, you know, <laughs> especially waking up from a yeah. No, I agree. When you see so, when like any craft, when you see someone who's so good at it, it's so entertaining. Oh, well, thank you. But it is very yeah. like I don't even want to say like oh th- that you know obviously you as a person, it's really it's it's fun to talk to you. Yeah. So I don't want to just say like you're entertaining because of your impressions. Mm-hmm. But the craft is very entertaining. It's it's very impressive. Thank you so much. It really is so cool. Like I was saying, it's just like it's kind of this like surreal like art where like you're just creating something out of nothing. It's like magic. It's a magic trick. It's a vocal magic it's insane. trick. And did you when did you start making it your I, I don't know if it's your profession or not, Mr. Because mm. I know you stand up comedy and everything, but I know you get paid for it. Yeah, like, yeah, no, my my at the moment my full time job is voiceover. Oh, it is that voiceover. is and what is it? And I um a lot of my work is in audiobooks and e-learning. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've um, I just finished my forty-eighth audiobook, and I um, and then a lot of my work is just um, is with repeat clients who send me work. Just um, doing is mainly like technical narration. Like, I I um, I read a summary of uh, articles for uh, this podcast called Blood Podcast. <laughs> it's by the American <laughs> Society of Hematology. They, they basically summarize scientific articles and they oh. have someone like read it for like a very dedicated audience. And so I do that every other week. And then I also have a client in Hong Kong that sends me, um, English pronunciations for Chinese students learning English. Yeah, I could see that. You have a very soothing voice that I can tune into oh, if I were to be like, if I was trying to read and I just couldn't focus. Yeah. It's like lesson one, module one. Listen again to make sure you got the pronunciation. Now you, you bring me back. To, you bring me back to Whoa. Spanish. That's exactly what I would think about if I was thinking Basura, about basura, trash. <laughs> reading about blood, blood. No, no, you know hematology, the, the hematology. hematology yeah. Blood, yeah, yeah. The blood, blood podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, you brought me back to school. Oh god, <laughs> what a place. Yeah, I love. I love the the telltale sign of like a. Uh, of a bad speaker is when they they hired somebody that was obviously not very good at like the voice commands on the speaker. You know, they're like mm. Bluetooth connecting. You know, it's <laughs> like, wait a minute, this isn't this isn't the right one. That sounded like, almost German, like Bluetooth, Bluetooth connect connecting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's like, oh yeah, this is probably a knockoff of something. Yeah. I didn't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be what? I'll be honest. I didn't really either. Like when you when, when you, you get when a, you get a when you get a bad speaker, like a low quality speaker, oh. the telltale sign is that it has the person who's do giving like the voice commands. Right. Oh, you mean like an actual? Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, like I see, I see, I see, Bluetooth emote. Yeah, yeah, Bluetooth emote. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just there. There are like little things that are off about it that you can tell that it's a bad speaker. If you go on YouTube, you will find like worst like voice acting mistakes in video games, and you can. There's one example where you see like a voice actor just talking to the director in the booth, like, how was that take? And that was left in the actual <laughs> video game where you see like a character say it, but their mouth isn't moving. You're like, what? what's going on? And so like there there are like little things like that. It's so much fun. It's so funny so, and so, cringy, but yeah. So from impression, what is your, 
I'm not, I mean, obviously I'm not putting this in your head. No, you're fine. Is a uh, your dream to like maybe be in a video game or an animated movie or like a Disney? I would movie? love to do that, but I would say like my main focus now, like creatively, like what I really want to like just devote my energy into is stand up. There is one thing that I I love talking about is um when I was 12, I was on a flight to London and I was just flipping through like movies to watch on the little TV that you have on the plane, and I found this movie. It was called Lesbian Vampire Killers. Perfect. It is <laughs> That's my kind of movie. It is the it's first off, it's not porn. It's so it's so funny. It's so basically like these two guys go on like a lads weekend in the countryside of the UK and they stumble across this town with a curse that turns every girl on her 18th birthday into a lesbian vampire. And they go there. One of them is like a descendant of um the one who isn't James Corden, played by um the other guy, Matthew Horn. Um He's, like, descended from this knight who killed the head honcho lesbian vampire, like, a thousand years ago. And he it's, like, a prophecy that he's going to fulfill to, like, break the curse <laughs> at last. And so, and they go there and, like, yeah, and that's what the adventure is, basically. <laughs> that's, that's the mo- We're going to watch that tonight. There's it is. Move. There's something about the altitude on a plane that totally warps your, like your decision making with movies you're like yeah yeah oh no i was at my full mental capacity (laughs) i was like i'm watching this he said and i've shown that to so many people as well well now we're watching it tonight most of them gay as well (laughs) watching it it's like on the was was there was there like some kind of uh big culmination scene where they were all together and being vampires and i actually this sounds familiar Maybe I might have seen this movie. Yeah, I was flying. How could you forget? I was flying to L.A. and I watched it. Huh? It's such a good movie. I have the DVD. I ordered it just (laughs) to have the. I was like, I need. I I can't sleep at night until I own this under my roof. I need this movie at my disposal at all times. To because I've hosted so many movie nights, like especially during college, I hosted so many movie nights just showing people this movie. And did they thank you after? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Every single one of them were like, "This is my new favorite thing." Every single one. And is it good or is it one of the movies that's good because it's not good? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. All right. That's well, awesome. we have 45 minutes. We know you have to go. And I th- do. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. This really has been so much fun. I wanted to say that. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we, the best part was just listening to you. Just yeah. rattle oh, it off. Yeah, we, are the, we are the audience awesome. here. Yeah, we're the, yeah, that's why we like the TikTok so much. No, it's great. Everything about it is great. Um, the same thing. We're going to go around. I'll start with him. And yeah. He'll yeah, show yeah you can find me at dmore723 on Instagram. That's all he has, so you can. Okay. And you could find me at Lucas T. Arnold on all social media. That's Lucas with a K. Perfect. You can find me on Instagram at Chaz Wins. You can find me at Aunt Prisco. Can't forget to follow. The Picky Boys Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and um, yes, follow our gaming channel. That's Picky Boys Gaming. On Twitch. Right there on Twitch. And uh, thank you again. It was yeah. fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you guys. So Perfect. Much. Peace, guys.